Hello and welcome to the Pubbles podcast where this week we're joined by Mr. Philip Stewart. First things first Phil, you uh, got a pint with you? Well, I haven't got beer but I have uh, whiskey and Ribena. <laughs> and when you know whiskey, I have vodka, so. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's a first, isn't it? Like... Yeah, straight in the hard stuff. Yeah, don't be pissing about here. Go straight to the good stuff. <laughs> Bloody hell, yeah. Showing us two up anyway, die be on my ass after one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no pissing about here. I know I did it, those ciders and beers and all that. N- never settled right with me. The ha- ha- half, a- half a pint of Carolyn or anything like that. And I'd be burping and farting and, oh, jeez, it'd be a holy terror. Yeah, well, uh, it, it makes no sense, does it, to drink a pint that's got the same alcohol content as that little shot of whiskey you're taking. You may as well just, you know, it makes absolutely no sense. All you're doing is making yourself go for a piss all the time. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I was saying to Jake... I was saying to Jake, a lot of people uh, comment on our accents and say, look, you need to slow down. We can't understand you. So I think this week... We need to slow right down. You'll need to slow right down. <laughs> there's, there's a three-way as by a three Celts having a chat. Like you know, it's going to be very, very hard for people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, which which part of Ireland are you from then, Phil? I'm Where from Southern Ireland, the Republic. Uh, yeah. No. We're, um. Whereabouts? I say my um my mother's father was from and family are from Kilkenny. So, um, wondering you far from there, like. Yeah, no, I'd be I'd be two hour drive north. I'm in the the Midlands, sort of North Midlands, the bogs. Literally, our area is surrounded by bogs. Ah, right, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the peatland, ye, ye call them, I think, or do you call them bogs or? Yeah, peat peatland. We would. Uh... You're a Leinster man, and you fell. Yeah. Hey, we're, uh, we would love we would love to follow a region that's won Heineken Cups and uh, Pro 14s, mate. We'd love to follow a region that wins games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, to be perfectly honest, I don't follow any sport. <laughs> perfectly honest, don't have time. Um, all I re- I used to play a lot of table tennis, and I'd be kind of into the rallying. That's about it now. To be fair, the way the way Ireland yeah. the Six Nations, I'd say I don't follow rugby either. <laughs> Not getting on too well. <laughs> as long as you beat England, that's fine, isn't it? Yeah, Italy, that's all that matters. We, we won one game. Did you watch the Wales game? No, I didn't. No. Oh, you you didn't miss much. <laughs> My name is Farmer Phil, or people might also know me as Philip Stewart. Um, we farm here in South County Longford in the Republic of Ireland, and we farm just over 500 acres, a mixture of owned and rented land. We do dairy calf to beef, so we buy in anywhere from three to 400 dairy bull calves every year, bring them through to beef uh, as bullocks, bulls, and heifers. Is, is, is buying them weaned then or on milk? 
Oh, buy, buying them on milk, we'll buy them from when they're 10 days old onward. Um, and we, the, as I'd say, the bread and butter of what we do is jerseys and Frisians and FRX. Mm. And then to, to be able to sell them, because obviously the perception is that a Jersey bull isn't exactly a limousine bull for, for no. beef now. So we have to make sure that we buy in Angus, Cementons, Herefords, limousines, Belgian Blues to have a bit of a mixed bag. But the bread and butter is the Jersey Frisian cross. And that. so, yeah, that's yeah. that's the bread and butter of what we do. Uh, we also grow uh, just over 200 acres of crops. So oats, barley, wheat, um, beans and maize. Uh, and we're also agricultural contractors for our sins. And in my spare time, which is when I should be asleep, I also do YouTube and I edit my YouTube videos and I record everything that goes on in the farm. And because of everything we do, there's absolutely no shortage of stuff going on. So Yeah. But the elf, Elio, uh, you're a busy boy anyway. That's for sure. Then all of that going on and then coming in in the nights doing that. Yeah, no, I've, uh, I've seen a few of your uh, videos, Phil. They're... Um... You get you've got a big old following on YouTube. Yeah, um, I'm on thirty nine thousand seven hundred and something or other. But yeah, no, I have a good old following there, I suppose. Yeah, is that like I know you've been doing it for five years? Like, is it is it the following that's like blown up in like the last year, or was it was it a slow? You know, how how have you found it? Yeah, I, I suppose like look when I started out, I started out doing farming simulator videos when I was uh, back in college. I was, you know, you'd feck all else to be ash. You were either down the pub or you were in the dorm playing Farming Simulator. So I recorded myself playing Farming Simulator and stuck it up on YouTube and sure look it. As I tell you, I, I spent three years chasing me tail. You got 100 views. Jeez, you thought you were doing fecking well. Yeah. And then I started recording bits going on in the farm with the phone and kind of grew from there. Got My girlfriend bought me a GoPro. And just when I got the first grow, uh, grow, Go pro, um, it, it just started to take off, and literally, like I was, I was four years getting the first ten thousand. I got the next ten in six months, the next ten in five months, and I suppose it's about five months again, and I'm nearly on forty thousand. So, yeah, it, it, it's a bit like a snowball. It's it's the bigger you grow, the quicker, the bigger you grow. And it's just to try and keep that momentum going to just keep snowballing. But to be fair, to, to be fair, like the videos, like you said, it's grown a lot since you got the GoPro. Like the videos I particularly enjoy are the drone footage of like silage, you know, the drone footage of you and Bill O'Glynn. Like uh, that, I, I don't know, I find it mesmerizing. I could just sit and watch it all day. Yeah. No, the, the drone, it, it was all, it's, it's all like a process. Like I started off with the phone and horizontal, yeah, horizontal, vertical, no, vertical. Like just, you, you couldn't watch it. I'd be shaking the camera around and you nearly get seasickness trying to watch it. Yeah. And go then get the GoPro, get the drone. Now I have a GoPro Hero 9 and I have the Hero 8 as well. So I have two cameras on the go now. So like the last video I put up, well, I was I was spreading slurry and I went and I got me Hero 8 and I got out the tractor, run in front of the tractor, stuck it down into the ground, got back into the tractor and then drove across a while I was spreading. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it, it, it must take a, like it, I know it's obviously worth it because of the following you got, but it must take a lot of time. Uh, not 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 just the editing, but like like you know setting up camera angles and you know um, uh, working out how you're gonna do it. Um, look, to be perfectly honest, every time I go out with the camera and I say, right, I want to get this shot, this shot, and do it this way, that way, another way, and then something will happen. And then you're kind of telling yourself, well, fuck that anyways. Now what the fuck am I supposed to do? 90% of the time, it's we're flat to the mat. I just pull out the camera and I'm literally running and doing a bit and then peg the camera down somewhere to keep doing what I'm doing. Like it is, unless we're in the workshop around mechanics, it is literally on the fly. It's you make it up as you go along. One of the videos that I made there when we're, I made a video letting out all the cattle and I went and I, got the camera out and my father was hell for leather. We had go, 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 go. Clipping tails, vaccinating for black leg, uh, reading tags, weighing calves. And honest to God, I, I brought in, my girlfriend come in to live to, to do the phone and, and record the weights. And I got her to hold the camera while I was running around the cattle, clipping tails as quick as I could because he was there at the needle doing them all. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You know, it's, it's one of these things where the job only gets done once and you just try and make the video while you're at the job. It's not, I make the video and do the job. I'm doing the job and I'm trying to make a video. Yeah. yeah I, no, I'm, just, I'm just happy with a good Snapchat story now and again. You know, I'll take, <laughs> <laughs> take that on the... It takes me off hour to get the angles right on my Instagrams. Don't mind that. Hey, mate, if I, <laughs> if I get 10 likes on my Instagram posts, it's a success, let alone bloody 39,000 followers. <laughs> oh, I know. Tits and tires, that's what sells well. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, you put a woman in the thumbnail, you're sorted. You put a good fancy looking machine in the thumbnail, you're sorted. Or you put a disaster. Or disaster sells probably best of the whole lot. Yeah. They're, they're oh, the two things. We can do plenty of them. Don't worry, don't worry, Phil. Every other episode's a disaster. So we should get loads, we should get loads of these. <laughs> No, kit, kit or fit, we say in this country. The only people I follow on Snapchat, they either meet the criteria of kit or fit. I thought, I thought the, other, the other criteria is as well, and this is when Di went for when he was in Harper, but that could be still why he ended up leaving the place as a virgin. Isn't it ABB? No, 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 no. ABC. It's, ABC. Uh, a, wait, when you're looking, uh, Phil, it's ABC. Acres, no brothers, cows or combines. And then, <laughs> and then if, you pass, if they pass the ABC, it's the D. Which isn't what you think. It's uh, dad. How long do you got left? <laughs> <laughs> and this Phil, is why our guy is still single and he's 25 years of age and never had a girlfriend. <laughs> oh. Over here, it's all about road frontage. How much road frontage do you have? That, that's it's all about here is road frontage. How much road frontage have you? Yeah, you know, all, all these girls used to walk through the library and like, I guess boys be like, oh, that's so-and-so, so-and-so. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so-and-so, so-and-so. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then one day it was like, oh, that's so-and-so, so-and-so. Oh, yeah, yeah. She gets the biggest single farm payment in all of Lancashire. <gasps> oh, does she? And all the boys are coming out. Oh, does she really? <laughs> 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 but, oh, it's all good fun, isn't it? It's all good fun. What, what I really like about you as well, Phil, like, um, both are like our, our old men, like I've seen your YouTube videos as well. Like, yeah. you know, oh, you know what that, I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a point I was going to bring up. Do you know when, um, do you know when I rang you in the week 
I yeah. put, I put, I, I was sitting with my father and I put you on speakerphone and he, he just went, that's Farmer Phil. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, we had, we had some work to do on our old, we got a Fergie, um, Fergie 35 on the scraper and yeah. we, had, we had some work needed doing on it. So before we did it, he watched your video of, uh, you changed a clutch on a Fergie 35. Yeah, yeah, cleaned out the back end and, and filters and stuff in it. Yeah, so he he was watching that then uh, then telling me how Farmer Phil does it. What <laughs> <laughs> one of my uh, girlfriends, lads uh, that was living in in her flat in her last year, he went home one day. He's a cauliflower farmer in Cornwall, and he done his day's work. He was going into the house and. He heard my voice and he was thinking, what the fuck is Philip doing here? Because his father watched me in the television. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's crazy. Like we, we, we bought my father a, a smart TV. So like on the, in the evening, like we bought it thinking he'd use Netflix and use Amazon Prime and, you know, watch some old films or some. No, 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 no. He'll spend all day tanking slurry just to come in the house, go on YouTube and search slurry tanking and watch it. <laughs> watch it for another two three hours <laughs> that's that's what they like though isn't it yeah, <laughs> they love it's like um we like they don't it's not on the telly anymore but we used to have something called lambing live over here phil and literally yeah. we'd yeah. be lambing ourselves at the shed they'd come in and i'd have to watch fucking lamb other people lambing then as well <laughs> like, you know, I don't 20 know. odd hours a day of sheep like and then you come in the house for a sleep and some food and all you can hear is meh on the telly then <laughs> It's just, it's just a busman's holiday, isn't it? It's, yeah. <laughs> you know. But no, it's um. Some I don't know if you've experienced yourself, but have you had a lot of issues with trolls? You know, like vegans and people uh, with unsavory comments, or is it mostly all good? What? Because I know uh, I put the odd tweet out on Twitter before, and a vegan has come after me, and some of the stuff they say is fucking horrible. Like, but. When you, you know you're so in the spotlight with your YouTube channel and your Instagram, etc., do you experience a lot of um, uh, well, a lot of this really? Um, to be perfectly honest, with the vegans, I they haven't found me yet, so I'm all right for the minute. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. <laughs> there, is is this like? I think there is a, there's an is a big anti-farming agenda in this country. Is that there in Ireland? I, I you know again. Oh yeah, you you're nodding. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's 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 kind of I, I don't know how to really to put it. It, it. it kind of always feels like when you're on the ground, you're talking to people, it's not really there. But as soon as you go on social media, you, you turn on the news. There's always something. Mm. There's always something. It, it's kind of like this bubble effect where there's could be only two or three people, but they're shouting this from the rooftop. So yeah. yeah, it's it's here, and it's actually one of the next videos I'm putting up is a, a, a video I, I'm going to call it Where Do Dairy Bull Calves Go? Oh. Ah, yeah, yeah. The things that I have done through YouTube and people that have messaged me, uh, it is, it's unbelievable. Like I've got a, a, a Snapchat from a person in Taiwan that took a picture of their whiteboard where she got her students, or he, I, I, I don't know, but they got their students to draw on the whiteboard the 3690 with the rake on it and the class Jaguar behind it and another Massey all picking silage. And this is from Taiwan with the like <laughs> Snapchat stamp Taiwan and then all the hashtags or whatever they are afterwards. Like, <laughs> I done a wedding video for a man messaged me on 
to email and he he asked me he, he was telling me a story and whatnot and he was asking this his partner Fiona to marry him and she's a Longford lady and he was wondering would I be able to you know set it up was, was the best way to put it I said yeah sure why not so I went and I made a video saying hello my name is Farmer Phil we're in the workshop now yada yada yeah but before I go any further I can't remember the man's name was John just for example, John has an important question to ask you, Fiona. And I let him ask that, and I paused. And I says, congratulations, or I hope it's congratulations. I leave you two to it. That's that. I uploaded that as a YouTube video, set it on private, sent him the link so he could put it on his television and play it like it's just another Farmer Phil video. Yeah, yeah. She got the land of her life. That's crazy, isn't it? And they, as well as that last... Christmas 19, I got a phone call from a woman. She was wondering would I come and visit her husband who was terminally ill. He had um, motor neuron. And they couldn't figure out what to get him for Christmas because like, what could you get him really? Didn't know him. One of the lads was working for them says, why don't you see will Farmer Phil come visit him? Watched my videos every night. And I said, yeah, sure, why not? And I went and I visited the man. I actually visited him twice. I visited him about three weeks later. You know, it, it's, it, it's, it's amazing. The people, it puts you in contact with and the yeah. stories you find out and stuff and, and what you, you end up doing, like birthday messages. I do an awful lot. And the week goes by, but someone will ask me what I do uh, a birthday message for so-and-so. Yeah, no bother. I pull out the phone there, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Happy days, like, any request at all, I do it. I, like, I don't know what to say, but it's just the nature of me. If someone asks me to do something, I'll be as helpful as I can if I can at all. We've seen that firsthand with uh, you coming on and helping us, because... Um... And like everything you've just said then, I think that's a, a beautiful counter-argument to what like Jake was talking about earlier, asking earlier if you have much trouble with trolls. And I know that a social media is associated with that a lot. But I hope people who are a bit nervous about doing things will have listened to that and thought, actually, the, the pros have far outweigh the cons. Yeah. It, look, you always have people that will be there that will troll you. Like, it, it's not fair to say that there isn't people there like you depending on videos like videos i've done in the past which there was one houston we have a problem where we took off the umbilical outfit off the back of the tractor and we were working looking at the back of the tractor and the pto was just tipping away in the 6290s um the pto in neutral it spins you can catch with your hand and stop it but because that was spinning i started getting messages you know you're an awful man to be showing that and you shouldn't be doing that and the video was up about two hours and I took it down and recorded a bit then when I got home just to ex not so much explain or, or like <clears throat> make an excuse for it, but just to say, this is here. I know it's here and I can't do anything about it. I'm not going to make excuses. It happened. And it's one of the things where when you're so used to something, complacency takes place and that's the biggest cause of farm accidents is pure complacency and we're guilty of it ourselves yeah. and i put down the video and left it as it was i did a farm safety video then when it was farm safety week and there was a couple of people messaging you know you're an awful man to be talking about that but you're a record and someone even messaged me on instagram a business of all things like a business account called me 17 names a shite 
and I was the dirty lad to be shown it. Or who do I think I was? But it, it's it's kind of hard to say that you don't take some of it leaks into you. Like it, it's impossible to say that Everton is like water off a duck's back. But that's how we try to take it. Some of it seeps into you, and sometimes someone says something, and it, it gets to you. Yeah, well, I, I don't know how much Jake wants to talk about, but I know like Jake writes monthly articles for the Farmers Weekly and the Facebook comments under his posts sometimes, well, they're ludicrous. Some, some, some are very funny. I don't tend to mind with the Farmers Weekly because it's an opinion piece. And opinion piece, you know, everyone's opinion is different. I don't really mind that so much, Phil, because a lot of the comments, uh, like you say, they're quite... A lot of them tend to be positive, but occasionally you'll get some dickhead. Like, Di was laughing. The first comment oh, on the last month's article. I was crying laughing. First line was... Crying laughing. Go on, was let, it like, let, let me tell because this is so... On, you, you tell her. Jake, Jake wrote a Farmer's Weekly article, and they obviously share them then straight to Facebook. There's a photo of Jacob's face with the headline of the title, and the first comment was just a guy going... Oh, get bent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I say, that doesn't bother me, the opinion piece. The only time something has really, really bothered me and I did lose I, I did lose a little bit of sleep over, I'll be totally honest. Um, you know this time. We had a dog attack here um two Christmas oh, Christmas 2019. And obviously you share the post on Facebook, don't you? You take a photo of the sheep, you share it in the local groups and it tends to go like wildfire, but it's not a bad thing, is it? Because it does share awareness and raise awareness of what damage your dogs can do if they get loose with pregnant ewes. And one of the comments were there, and they had loads of replies to it. Um, they're clearly doing this as an insurance job. We're not even fucking insured for it. You know, you're not insured for dog attacks. And, yeah. that, was, and that comment really got to me that someone thought that, you know, we lost 40 ewes, Phil, 40 in-lamb ewes. You know, and someone commented that and thought, that 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 really yeah. got me. I lost a lot of well, I lost sleep over that. And in the end, I deleted the post because the, the thread was just getting longer and longer. That one comment that, that one bloke had put. Yeah. Because all people started arguing amongst themselves. And it just I know some a lot of people were arguing for, but then other people had seen his comment and decided to jump in and they were all just arguing with each other. And that's the one time that I found social media really got to me. And yeah, uh, yeah I really, you know. It was a traumatic enough period of time anyway, without someone basically saying that we done that damage on purpose just to get a bit of a bit of cash. Yeah, I know that. That is yeah, I know. You know, I that like I say, I don't mind if someone's got a different opinion to me and they think I'm a prick because they don't like my opinion. That's fair enough. Everyone's got an opinion. But when it I don't I don't find that personal if someone doesn't like your opinion because everyone's entitled to their opinion. There's a lot of people's opinions I don't like, but it doesn't necessarily mean I don't like that person, you know. But when someone goes in and says something that personal, I don't know, that's the only time I've ever really found this got to me. So um where where did you go to college then, Phil? You mentioned you went away to agricultural college. Whereabouts uh, was that then? Was I take it it wasn't local, it was uh, away from home then? Yeah, I, I went to uh, Gurchin in Tipperary, so it's it's down in, well, relatively speaking, Southern Ireland. It's an hour and a half drive away. Um, and I did the, the bare basics. It was to, to get the qualification to be a young farmer so I could get me top-ups and all of my, the, all the additional stuff that the government had 
for young farmers. It was a year in the college, which 12 weeks placement. And then the second year was you were at home for six months and you kept a diary of what you were doing. And you then you done six weeks in college, then to finish off, get the green service it's called, and that's it. You're a qualified young farmer. Oh, yeah. I, I actually had planned on going to Harper Adams. That was my goal all through secondary school. But just coming <laughs> up, the, you could say the final hurdle. Um, there was uh, an uncle of mine was working for us, and he got a better job. And it was just kind of left to me then that, right, you got to come home. So yeah. it was do the bare basics and get home. So other than that, I would have went to Harper. Uh, you, you, you didn't miss much? Me, me, me girlfriend went to Harper Adams. And as, as I do say, I got the best end of the experience. I got all the, the, the fun bits and none of the hard work. <laughs> Can you just explain the certified young farmer to me? Because um, we don't. Think, I don't think we have that in this country. No, we yeah. don't. So to be what's called a qualified young farmer, you have to have a green cert qualification, which to be perfectly honest, isn't even a college qualification. Over here, you have a level five is your leaving cert. It's your A-levels is what she called them. And then your level six is a, well, um, a college qualification or a degree. And the green cert is a five and a half. So... So, um, but talk, talk to me like I'm a child now. Uh, so okay. in, in Ireland... That didn't take much convincing. <laughs> what do you think I've been doing for 20 minutes? What, um, in, you said you've become a certified young farmer. So what can you do as a certified young farmer that you can't do if you're not a certified young farmer? Yeah, so to get a herd number so that you can keep cattle or sheep or any animals really, you need to be a qualified young farmer, so you have to get your green cert. Um, you have to be under the age of 35. And for the first five years after you get your green cert and get your herd number, you qualify for a top-up on your single farm payment, your EU payment. Um, there is granted, there's granted of 40% on certain things, like if you wanted to build a slatted shed, you, if you follow their specifications, you get 40%, but a young farmer gets 20% extra. So I get 60% back on anything like that. And I've made good use of it. And we, we plan on making even more good use of it in, in the future. Um, and yeah, that that's uh, there's also uh, stamp duty relief. So if you were to buy land or if land was to be transferred, that if you have the green circle qualification, that instead of having to pay the higher rate of tax, you get you don't pay any tax. Um, there's there's a couple there's a couple of benefits to it, but the majority of the benefits are your first five years. And in them five years, I bought a dribble bar tanker, got sixty percent off that. I got a full spec. I got everything. I yeah. got everything I could get on it: wide tires, uh, sight glasses, bigger pump dribble bar, heavier axle, the whole lot, and it cost the exact same as a bog standard tanker when I got me 60% back. Yeah, yeah. So I got all the, all the extras for nothing, bought a, a meal bin, and when I bought the land, then I got, I didn't have to pay any stamp duty, and I got five years there of, I don't know what it was, an extra 5,000 in the payment or something like that. It was, a, it was a decent chunk of money. Oh, yeah. 
so not anyone can farm in Ireland then? No, no, you need to, as I said, to get a herd number, to be yeah. able to keep cattle, you need to have the green cert. Oh, that, honestly, that's brilliant, because one, yeah, one thing that completely annoys me, it's just have-a-go farmers in this country who give farming a bad name because they don't know what they're doing. I think I think that's really sensible because no no matter what happens, at least you know that people would have been taught the basics. They can't just go and apply for a CPH number. And you know, Joe Bloggs, who lives in the middle of Cardiff, that's never even seen a sheep in this country, he can just go and apply for a CPH number and have a piece of land, can't he? Whereas with you, at least you know they're gonna have some form of training, even if they have no agricultural experience. Yeah. Yeah, around what also one interesting thing as well. Um, if I had gone to Harper Adams and done a course over there, that doesn't mean that I can come back to Ireland and be a qualified young farmer. Uh, it, it's all to do with what modules is done yeah. wherever you went outside of Ireland, then gives you points. And if you have enough points, then they'll give you the cert. If you don't have enough points, well, you got to go do the course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's an incentive to keep agricultural students in Ireland. Yeah. Just my, my girlfriend now, um, she, we, we've looked at trying to get her to, to join our herd number to extend the old um, young farmer top-ups and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, she, because she did agricultural mechanics in Harper and she can't get the green cert, so she has to go do the green cert to be able to qualify. Let, let me guess, you'll, uh, you'll put her name down when you're four years, 364 days. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not so, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. Hey, if, if, if the system's there, you've got, you've got to make sure it suits yourself, haven't you? Because if you don't, other people will. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you, you play the system to your advantage. It's there to be, to be made use of, so make good use of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know what sort of system we're gonna have at the minute. By the way, that uh, Cardiff are operating things, but uh, what can story you, from another pod, isn't it? What can you say? Let's let's, let's leave the melodramatics to another week. But uh, like I said, speak to me like I'm a child. What um, I when I picture Ireland, I picture like you said, spring calving, dairy cows, and pretty much every farm, just whatever you've got, just madly utilizing grass like i watch a lot of the um, well it, it, it's spelt as tegasek that's what i say how do you pronounce it sorry shagishk 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 one more time shagishk shagish shagishk shagish I think I thought you boys now being from Wales, where, where there's a big emphasis on the old Welsh language, that you'd have some some understanding of another Celtic language. <laughs> if we wrong, made, wrong to Welshman for that one, really, and we die. If I made no effort to learn Welsh, I'm not going to be learning Irish. But no, um, I watch an awful lot of their videos because yeah. two, two um, I suppose this is where my. Um, my uh, vision of Ireland comes from two things that they are brilliant at is grassland management and utilization and calf rearing. They've got those videos. You won't find like AHDB and things like that. You will not find better videos, more informative videos than Chagish videos. Chagish. There you are. I'm with you. So no, am I right to say that? Like, is there, 
is there much arable land like what sort of grade land would we be talking you know are we talking is the spud well i assume there is potato land uh, yeah without uh, going into that stereotype but uh, yeah go on um, just give me a little summary yeah so um with, with the with the dairy herd as, as you said it's it's all about spring calving and making the absolute most out of your grass like i mean they go out to measure the grass every week they'll know when to put cows on when not they'll be managing it to it's all paddocks and roadways mm. and a lot of farmers if you went back maybe five years ago a lot of farmers had set paddocks so there was literally maybe an acre two acres depends on the size of the herd and they grazed that and that was fine but now they're gone to these you could say a dynamic paddock so they will have a big area maybe 10 acres of a field and there'll be two or three drinkers in the middle of the field and then they'll run temporary fences to like, suit. Yeah, I'm with you. To, to suit, to suit. If they have more grass, yeah. they give them a shorter paddock. If they have less grass, they give them more. And it, honestly, now, they have the, the grass management down to an absolute fine art and even down to the species of grasses in the swords and lyman and the slurry and application everton everton is micromanaged the, the the vast the overwhelming majority of lads here are all spring calving they'll calve all their cows within six weeks so like what one of the biggest farms that we spread slurry on is a 400 cow farm and he calves 90 percent of them in six weeks it's crazy yeah, yeah it, it's pure pure slave it's pure hardship there's there's lads there and and there's an armchair in the calving pen and that's where he sleeps for two three weeks he, he never makes it inside he's yeah. the whole time calving cows calving cows pulling cows just pure slavery hardship like it's it's it's, it's grand in one way you get all your work done within the six weeks and then the rest of the time so why are you doing you, you go up early you milk your cows and then you go look at them graze now in the paddock there's not much to be done but you have six weeks of pure torture, so you do trying to get them all calves. So, sounds like lambing. <laughs> <laughs> but they're making a lot more money, Jake. Hey, don't don't go telling some of these uh, Texel breeders that die. They won't be very happy with <laughs> oh, that. I'm not saying nothing. 130 pound a lamb, mate. <laughs> Would there be much um, like corn growing land, like corn growing uh, areas? It, it, it depends. It depends on where you are in Ireland. If you go to the south and southeast. Yes, there's drier land there and there'll be a lot more tillage land. And up the north then as well, there's more tillage ground and Donegal then will be a good spot for potatoes. Yeah. And then when you go kind of to the west, it's a lot more sheep land. It's hilly. It's rough enough land, wet land. There wouldn't be a whole lot of tillage out there. And um, mm. just on our own county of Longford, we're the biggest tillage growers in the county and we probably grow half the tillage that's grown in the county. Really? We wouldn't be, yeah, we wouldn't be known as a, as a tillage county. Most, mostly around here, it's uh, mixed enterprises, sucklers and sheep, mostly yeah. now. It's, um, it's a very similar layout to Wales in many ways and you've got the little pockets of arable, but the vast majority of it is more focused on the grass growing elements because like yourselves, we're all high rainfall, aren't we? So, um, yeah. But that's that's in, that's interesting to know. But I suppose the luxury we have in a way is we're next door to England, so we can get straw slightly easier than probably yourselves. So um slats, 
it seems to be a hell of, hellish topic over here at the minute, particularly in Wales going into an NBZ. Basically, we aren't going to be able to spread shit between uh, October until the end of February, regardless of the weather. Um, you're probably already in this yeah. type of system, but it's probably a different sort of name because each government likes to feel it important by putting their own tin of paint on it. Oh, that that is the bane of our life over here. Um, my fa- at the time when they brought it into Ireland, um, my father went to all the meetings because we're big slurry contractors. He done all the meetings about to try and make it easier or this or that or the other. And matter of fuck, it was going ahead right, right or wrong. But it, to be perfectly honest, it the closing the dates probably causes more pollution yeah. than it actually solves because. Like we, we see it ourselves, we're flat out, oh flat out from the beginning of October to the middle of October trying to get shit out for lads and you're dumping it. Whether the weather's good or bad, it has to go out, it just has to go out. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you get a bad month of October, there's lads there, they have no choice to dump it on the few dry acres they have. And the same again comes in January that they just have storage and yeah, look at it. It, to be perfectly honest, it's a disaster. We've seen it so many times where you could be going out some of the weeks of Christmas when weather is good and that, no bother. And then soon January comes, you're after having a great dry spell there around Christmas. Beginning of January comes, gets wet. By the time the 15 comes and we're allowed spread, this is absolute shit show and lads are stuck. Lads are stuck. Um, so yeah, no, it is, a, it is a disaster. And on slats, Slats is the most common form of housing in, in Ireland, and that's all to do with you back in uh, I don't know if I'm right in saying it the 70s or the 80s, they had grant funding here for building slatted housing. So everyone went down that route. And you're less likely to see straw bedded sheds than you are slats. Slats are just the dominant form yeah. of housing here. Yeah, well, like we said, we me and Jake went on a trip to yeah. Belfast I, I, again. I, I, I don't want to fall into the trap of uh putting the two together but every farm we went to just slats i don't think we saw a string of straw the week we were there jake no the, the only place it didn't have slats and one of the boys even commented on it because he didn't expect them to be there was when he went to the apple orchard he even asked the man <laughs> where's your slats because they were getting that common <laughs> but no um you're absolutely right about the the um closing the dates on mvz will have i think a detrimental effect of pollution because like you say the day after the closed date, regardless of the weather, the rivers of Wales will run black because every yeah. man, woman and child will be on a tanker spreading slurry. And there just doesn't seem to be that. And what it's doing is taking the intuition of a farmer away. Like a farmer will know, oh, you know, it's, uh, this is good, strong, you know, uh, dry weather now, early Feb, right? We'll get a bit out. And you just, you do a little bit a week, you know, as opposed yeah. to plastering the farm in March. And farmers, we don't want to waste the, the slurry because at the end of the, the yeah. slurry in the back, because at the end of the day, it's a cheap form of nitrogen and a cheap form of food for the grass for us. We're not going to waste it willy-nilly. And the last thing we want as farmers is to cause pollution because at the end of the day, we care about the environment far more than some of these plonkers who live in the middle of Dublin or in the middle of Cardiff or in the middle of London. That are making these absurd decisions. Oh no! It, it, look at it's it's a disaster. But what can you what can you do? It, it's it's depressing in a way that there's literally the lads in the suits 
they make themselves busy, they give themselves jobs, and there's feck all you can do about it. Yeah, it is. It is, it is sad when you think of it like yeah. that. Isn't it? The depressing thing to think is that we live in a democracy and we live in a we live in a kingdom of free speech. <laughs> Don't expect it to work for you. You know, democracy works for those in the power. You know, but anyway, this is a fun, light-hearted podcast where we joke yeah. and laugh. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway. We've got plenty of sluts in Wales. It's about time we get some slats now as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't seen one for a while, Jake. Oh, mate, I don't think you've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, you said you had a few Harper Adams nights out. Phil, have you come over to the UK from any other nights out then, or just for your Harper yeah. experiences? Yeah, I was over at all the balls from... Paddy's ball in 18 till live my girlfriend graduated in, in 19 and maybe one or two nights out after that. I used to, we, we met, we met on Tinder and it's quite, it's quite a story now. Um, I, me and my father and my uncle, we were over in the UK at a Newark vintage show. Right. And I was, I was in the airport. I, 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 the whole time I was there, I was on Dowell Tinder and, Swiping right like there was no tomorrow because that's sure a man take any chance he gets. <laughs> and on the way, we were literally in the airport waiting for the plane to come back. And I was flat out, like swiping right, swiping right, swiping right. Next thing, bang, match. Oh, be Jesus. Huh? Thought I'd, I, I'd done myself quite well. And I said, I'll leave, I'll leave it till I get home and, and, and see what happens. And look, we, we went from there. Uh, two weeks after that, I flew over to see her. And then every every two weeks after that, sometimes even more often, she either come here or I went to her. Till she moved here in uh, after she graduated in nineteen. So she's an English girl. She's an English girl. She she's from the East Midlands, Derby. You must be quite a catch to uh, bloody emigrate for. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's probably all the road frontage. Yeah, all the forty. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think that's the most successful story I've ever heard about him. Uh, so fair play to you, Phil. Yeah, yeah. Um, I might have to download it again. <laughs> All right, this is a funny story. Dai has had Tinder. Oh, you've had, you have downloaded. You probably still got it. And what Dai does, Phil, he likes to match girls, but he doesn't like to message them. He just likes to match them. And he'll be walking around the yard. His phone will go off, and he'll just look at it, and he'll go, of course she's matched me. <laughs> he, back in. he purely does it for his own ego, not to actually speak to the girls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I don't know. Oh, you, you, You've got me intrigued now. I'm going to have to... But then, the problem we I got is we're right in the middle of the valley, so you can imagine the sort of people that come up on mine. But ready meals. Yeah, ready meals. <laughs> yeah, they've already got a kid, kid in the council house ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's really interesting. So do you go over to Derby matches? Your missus from a farm over there then, Phil? No, she, she's actually not. She's, she's from a village. Bert, uh, oh, I know. She's no, uh, roasting on... Fuck it anyways, what? I hope you can remember her birthday. Just about... <laughs> February, it's in February. Oh, we're all right then. <laughs> oh, I bet she wants. I bet she wants you to double up for Valentine's Day as well, then. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Two, two to one. You have to. You have to go somewhere. Double as double as nice. Oh, expensive. Oh, 
you say you, you say that it's uh, it's horrendous for me. There's Valent, my girlfriend. There's Valentine's Day in February. Her birthday is also in February, and because she's a Welsh nationalist, like there's also the patron saint of Welsh lovers as well. If you have to celebrate all fucking three, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to uh, just to check, when did you say the the, the um you can start spreading in Ireland? Where we are, we're in Zone C, so we we're locked up from the 15th of October to the 15th of January. Yeah, well, good. So how does that work then? When she wants all your love and affection, February 1st. And you, you're flat out on the pump. <laughs> she comes with me. She comes with me. I, I, I can tell you now that when we were going out first, she, look, she, she's from a village. Her farm experience would have been whatever she got in Harper. She had a friend that was a far, had a farm, but very little. And I used to, I suppose on the third date, her third time she was over, the slurry season had opened up. And of course, we're flat to the mat at slurry. So, come on, here's a pair of overalls. Here's a pair of wellies. Come on, we go spreading slurry. Yeah. Spent the day with me sitting in the passenger seat at the 6290, singing along to a few tunes. Uh, <laughs> I noticed on uh, some of your videos as well that you have someone to pilot the drone for you. Because obviously you're working. So you have someone to pilot the drone. I, I imagine she's handy for that. Actually, no, she won't fly the drone because she knows if she crashes it, uh, yeah. it won't go down too well. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Wise woman, wise woman. So what I, the... I, I, I get my brother to, to fly, the, fly the drone for me, and then sometimes I fly it myself. I can tell you now, it's a skill in itself when you're doing anything. You're trying to fly the drone and drive the machine, but you also, you're trying to drive the machine fast to make it look more impressive. Yeah. When you're moving the field, and then all of a sudden, this uh, uh, mohawk peers down the down the field behind you because you're after missing a, a hip. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this has been a good laugh tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm I, on my, I really enjoyed. I'm on my fifth. <laughs> I'm not right. quite. I'm just on two. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit slower than you, Daniel. <laughs> I've, I've whatever was in the bottle of whiskey gone and and. The, 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 the shot of all kind of the, the shakes are on me at the minute now so I, I, I might switch back to seven up for the time being the, the worst thing um the worst thing about this podcast right is like do you know when um back in the day we'd be out on the piss we'd uh you go out in cardiff for the night i could get away with having a hangover day when we don't want to do much but it's hard to explain why i need a hangover day because i sat in my bedroom for three hours <laughs> you know what i mean like it's quite it's quite worrying trying to explain that as well isn't it <laughs> oh I, I can't do much today oh why where'd you go oh, i just sat in my bed but you know <laughs> just to say that i went to the pub i wouldn't be the man that i go out and have a few it's it's just not in me no and i met this one and that was then me I take it. I remember. I remember one night, Christmas, Christmas ball, yeah. and I had had uh, one of them of whiskey at Pre's and went out. And there was another like Callum Bowman, and we started doing shots at the bar in the tent. Uh, Jägermeister, was yeah. he? Oh, I can't remember. And I had, I, oh, I was having a fucking whale of a time. And uh, what was the ride? Ferris wheel jobby, is it? It was a spinning one, anyways. And yeah. I don't do spinning yokes. If I'm not controlling whatever's moving, I get sick. <laughs> and of course, I had that much in me. I had Dutch cards. I'd be fine. I'd be fine. 
got on it and I, must, I wasn't off for five minutes and I started puking. That was <laughs> I had to go home about 10 minutes, 20 minutes later. That was the end of the night. It was, I was finished. Oh, uh, no. See, again, see, I'm the opposite. See, like those, uh, those balls used to cost like 40 pound a ticket and I'm so tight that once I'm in there, I don't care what state I'm in, I will not leave until the bouncer drugs me out of there. Like, you, I am getting... Even if you pulled, you wouldn't leave, would you die? <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, if I pulled, I'd be like, oh, well, you're a lovely lass. Do you mind? Like, here's my number. Give me a ring at 10 to 4, because I, I hear it, they're throwing out the 4, yeah? Keen? Yeah? Cheers? Brilliant. <laughs> right. See you in a bit. <laughs> one of the best things you said in one of the podcasts was, you're, you're not, you don't consider it tight. You say it's economical. Thank you. And that right. was, oh, I pissed myself laughing. Oh, jeez, I pissed myself laughing. I always we, say, you say I, around here, you, you'll be as tight as a duck's arse, and that's water tight. <laughs> There's a key difference. You don't mind spending money, but you don't want to waste money. Well, uh, we, we've, we've talked about your missus a fair bit. Am I, am I guessing she's sitting to your right? Yes, she is, and she's, she's laughing away at a few things that you're saying here. Oh, we'll, we'll say hello. Come here, come here. Come here. You, might, you might recognize the lad from Harper. Come on. Oh, you, you, hello. hello, hello. Hello. Oh, you're wearing your hair for taking off. You got half the merch on and everything. How are you doing? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I take it you the year below. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, such, it's such a small world how people. It's crazy. Uh, isn't it? Agriculture just interlinks, doesn't it? Yeah. All of it <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Well, me, me, me and Jake keep saying that when, when lockdown all blow, all this COVID nonsense blow over, I, I'll, I'll drink for saying COVID. Um, See it off. See it off, die. We're going to have all the guests down for a night out in Cardiff, you keen? Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Break down monotony of the day. Take the weekend off. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? We, we'll, uh, we'll try and uh, schedule it for Wales Island as well, next Six Nations. It's in Dublin, actually, isn't it? Oh, all right. I hope you got a spare bed. We're coming over, me, Jake. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, I've always, always wanted to go to, Phil, and I've heard it's incredible. The ploughing match in Ireland. Yes. I've yes, heard that is. Incredible. It's, it, has, it has, like, similar sort of numbers, like the Royal Welsh and the Royal Highland through the gates. It's, it's supposed to be some spectacle, really, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's the largest outdoor agricultural show in Europe. It's it's massive. There's what you can't buy there. You can buy illegal fireworks because fireworks are illegal here. Up to your brand new Massey, or you want to go buy a brand new grown harvester if you have you have the bank manager is is friendly with you. There's anything, absolutely anything you want. Yeah, well there we are. We we come up for that then, is Jake? Oh, I, I, te- I tell you what, it's on my bucket list because the reviews I've heard about it is some of the videos and the people I know that have been have said that it just dwarfs a lot of agricultural shows. Yeah, that, that, that's where you go if you're thinking of buying a new tanker. You'll go to the plowing match to see what tankers are there to be bought and you'll do the deal when you're there. I bet it's some piss up, is it? Oh, there's a beer tent in every corner or, or every at the end of every row. Every row ends at the food st- stalls and there's two or three big beer tents at every at the end of every one. Oh, fuck it. Die, let's book our tickets, mate. We'll, we'll meet you there, Phil. What, what, uh, what, what's the future, um, uh, Phil? What's, uh, without being, I, I don't want to say where do you see yourself in five years' time, but uh, any goals, any ambitions? What, what's the future? Yeah, focus. 
we've opened a farm shop and kind of from now on that's we're going to try and push hard at that because we at the minute it's half a garage we took half a garage off my mother and father and we built a wall and plastered it and, and whatnot and there's a few freezers in it and we're selling the finest Jersey steaks you'll buy. I bet. I bet. Do you ever have dairy beef? Do you ever finish some of your own? No, no. Every, every, everything's gone before six weeks. Yeah, we, 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 um, like I have thought of it before because, like, into like Holstein, we are Holstein, uh, Holstein Friesian. We, um, like when you have a bull calf, you just sell it as soon as you can. You, you might get 40, 50 quid. I do wonder sometimes, well, surely taking it to 18 months is worth There's better money in it than that. So, yeah. so, so the farm shop, then I imagine that's your brainchild. Um, uh, obviously, seen a gap in the market. Um, it, it, you've mentioned Jersey beef. What are you planning to sell? We're se- selling our own beef. That's at the minute. That's what we're selling. Uh, it's a, it's a mixture of what we have on the day. So at the minute, like we have Holstein, hundred percent Holstein bull in the freezer. We took a lad in on on Saturday. That's a Jersey bull, and. We're selling away at the, at the minute, but we're hoping to expand in to get a few lambs, get a few pigs, and um, mm. the chickens there. Start laying myself a few eggs and kind of build on it from there. And we we big plans then going forward, maybe in, in three or four years time with Greenfield site and yeah. build a, a proper spot. But just look at just for the minute, see yeah. how it goes and see is there a market there because I know I know what's like in Wales, but when you're traveling through England, every mile of the road there seems to be another farm shop, yeah. and they're not small, like. In terms of your farm shop, coming in, going into barbecue season now, I imagine there'll be a roaring trade. Yeah, that's that's what we're hoping now. Uh, we've tomahawk steaks. They're a real barbecue kind of a job. It's a kilo of steak on the end of on the end of a rib bone. That there's a, that much of a bone sticking out at the end of it. Yeah, three foot long. I'm a fiend for a barbecue. <laughs> I love it. And uh, we got a local butcher shop uh, not far up the road. I, I think you do a roaring trade, especially. Is there? Are you still in lockdown? In what's the, what's the lockdown situation in Ireland? And I'll drink for mentioning it again. We're on level five, which is just the highest level lockdown, and we're to stay there till sometime in April. They're talking about just starting to open schools and and whatnot, but yeah, look at we never seen any. I don't know what I was like with you, but we never seen any difference. The only thing that happened was the roads got quiet. Yeah, that, that was it. Like it, it, it made no difference to us. We were still spreading slurry. We'd drive two hours down down the road with the tractor and outfit to some farms, and you wouldn't even meet a guard of car. Like, what? did you have checkpoints where, like, the police out stopping people to see where they're going? Yeah, quite quite a lot in some of the um touristy places in Wales because we're having a lot of English coming over the border when um they weren't on lockdown and we were on lockdown, but they were coming over here to like some of the nice destinations or. You know, so there was um, there's quite a lot of police about the one stage checking up on people where they're going. But um, in in terms of uh, nothing changed, that just goes to show how lucky we are in our industry. Like nothing yeah. changed for us. We were able to we work on our doorstep. We were able to go out and go where we want. Imagine living on like the 26th story in the centre of London in a two bedroom flat with three kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Torture. Torture. The wee bastard screaming and shouting, and the internet go down now, and jeez, that wouldn't go oh, down. <laughs> no Peppa Pig for the kids, like. Oh, can you imagine? Game over. Yeah, it's, well, 
we're very lucky. What more can you say? But no, yeah. I, I think it's best for you if lockdown can, carries on. Because last year, when lockdown was on, everyone barbecued. Everyone barbecued. So they're going to want to go and buy a load of uh, Jersey beef. Yeah, one of the things as well over here, it, it's brought local produce. There's a lot of pushing yeah. on supporting local, supporting your local businesses. And that's kind of sticking in everyone's mind now. So right off the back of that and right on the back of Farmer Phil and Everton and look, we'll see how it goes. And hopefully, hopefully it'll, it'll go well and we'll fund a new new place and put up a, a, a museum for all our tractors because we have a few. How many are you? How many tractors then? Uh, the last time I counted, 29. Yeah. 29, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'm shocked. You know, if, uh, Jake, you know my uncle's over in... Uh, uh, yeah, they, they uh, got in there, haven't they? Yeah, well, uh, my uncles have never traded a tractor in. They always just buy, you know, and um, I think they got all the old Fordsons and the old Fordson Majors and all that. I think they're at 18 tractors there, yeah. You know, but what, what, but everyone has still got a job. Like, one will have like a the log splitter on it, or one will have, uh, yeah, one will have a scraper tractor on it, or one will have, uh, you know, it's, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's nice to see, you know. Definitely. I know uh, a friend of mine, and he, he's in Derbyshire actually. He, they're the same. They, they've been John Deere all their life and they've never traded in. And every year then he'll upload photos on Instagram of like the old, you know, cabless John Deere pulling like a maybe a, a two ton grain trailer, taking a bit of grain off this massive combine, and it is nice to see. You know? Yeah, and well, no, I mean, me father is is a big um, man into his vintage and having these machines and doing stuff with them. Mm. You know, like the thirty five, like thirty five is is like yours. It has the yard scraper on it at the minute, and it's flat out scraping, and we had the Padilla harvester on it, and. Doing all, all them wee jobs with it. But no. Our 35 works more than any other tractor on the farm. It, it, it scrapes out three times a day. So, Jake, can't talk. How's out? Yeah, but look out. I am looking forward to seeing what our first Irish uh, guest has got uh, in store for us. Question number one. What's the most used word or sentence on the farm? Useless of a bastard of a York. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were saying? Uh, I was watching the video of um, you were loading old um, the old um, combines on the, onto the scrap lorries. Is that what you were saying as you were waving goodbye? Oh, I may have been a few other choice words. I can tell you now. We were quite colourful language when it comes to, to, to things like that. But no, you, you just keep adding words. Like, you're fucking useless a bastard Jesus Christ what the fuck is wrong with that oh for fuck <laughs> it, just, it just goes on you spend a minute and a half just cursing to yourself just to take out the frustration of whatever's after happening yeah oh we've all been there we've all been there we Jake oh definitely um, I, I gotta say though I think that's my favourite answer for that question so yeah. far I might have to put a few bleeps in. I don't know. I don't know when we decided that uh, that particular word needs a bleep but uh, you know I think we might have to uh, I, I was listening to that on the podcast. Someone said, and a bleep, and I was kind of like, "What the fuck could you be bleeping?" And I was thinking then to to what Liv would say, and and is like a no no word. You can say "fuck bastard." Every yeah. no, every other word is fine, but no, Jesus, no, 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 no. You can't say that. Yeah, I I don't really understand why. It's just when I listen to other podcasts, they always bleep that word. So I feel <laughs> as a podcast, we need to bleep it. But I don't, I don't, it is what it is, isn't it? 
Question number two. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you remember? What? Do you remember when these were quick fire? Oh, man, the cow, the cows are the cows are gone fairy from Fishguard to Cork now, haven't they? So. <laughs> when we started, our Jersey beef was sat in the shed. When we finished, his bloody burgers sitting in the sitting in the shop window. But um, yeah. Right. Question two. What is your favourite all-time Cabland classic? Zombie Nation. <gasps> oh, what a tune! What a tune! <laughs> that's brilliant so far you've had my two favorite answers you're doing well so far zombie nation just reminds me of wales football team at the euros in 2016 like the uh the song for the football hooligans isn't it but I can't imagine that's your reasoning for picking NFL. Oh. So what is uh, what is your reasoning, mate? That, 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 that's the one-man rave when you're out bailing inside of Germona about one or two o'clock in the morning. That comes on, and you have one hand on the steering wheel, and you're just there. Your life couldn't be better. Print beacon going. Whatever it is about it, 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 it's just like you'd be half asleep trying to keep on the straight and narrow, and then that comes on, and you're lepping up and down the seat like, fuck yeah. Go out then, so yeah. We'll pull up outside the nightclub in the tractor and we'll just tip in and see what's going on. Question three. Four legs or four wheels. This is, well, I think I know where it's going, but it could go either way, but I think I know where it's going. Well, it depends on the day. So it does. It depends on the day. Yeah, you, you ask me one day and I'll say, well, that of a bastard's after dying me took four wheels. And the next day, well, that of a bastard's after blowing the big tire. Fucking legs. Any day. <laughs> Depends on the day, lad. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that. We'll take that. Question for pit or bales? Pit. Pit every day. Why would you be wasting your time with bales at like? <laughs> you're right, Jake. Oh, mate, you're starting to run away with this, Tally. I know. And question number five. Oh, here we go. This is interesting. Have you heard of AGM? I had to ask my girlfriend about it, and yes, I heard that you used to have an old do in Blackpool that's not allowed anymore because you, you're you not the quietest of, of, of lads no, to, to go out. Bit naughty, bit naughty, but what's, uh, what, what would be the equivalent in um, uh, Ireland? What would be like the big piss up for boys your age? I suppose it'd be the, the mocker and the firm, AGM, uh, be in, in Cork, but... I, I come up with an answer for this question anyways. Oh, well, bloody hell, he's done his homework, Jake. Hey, he's, he's a pro. He is a pro. <laughs> you ready for it, like... I'll ask you then, what is your favourite AGM slogan? <laughs> Irish stood for hire, no mares turned away. <laughs> yep, I love it. I love it. I don't know why, but I love it. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, hear that? Hey, here we go. Oh, here the we go. Boris Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody hell. I better fill this up, otherwise it's not exactly fair. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you're not... Oh, uh... mate, die had a glass half full when he done his, and no one knows that, do they? <laughs> yeah, so... but I, I didn't do it with whiskey, Jake. We both know I'm not allowed to drink that anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get a bit um, a bit sicky, don't you? Bloody, bloody Ben Ainsley. What... Uh... What 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 pint are you gonna do? 
Well, unfortunately, I know if I tried to do a point, I'll get about halfway and then you'll just see me go oh. onto the camera. So my girlfriend make... is telling me I should fill it out as a quad vod for the crack. Oh, mate. I love a quad vod. I used to, a quad vod, lemon and lime. Oh. Oh, showing my ignorance, what's a quad vod? It's, it's a pint. You put four shots of vodka in a pint glass and fill it to the brim. So you're drinking a pint of vodka lemonade. Oh, nice, nice. Fair play, Phil. A quad vod lap. Uh, I'll get my uh, stopwatch out. You ready uh, so, to so I'm on, Phil. Let's see, what, let's see what you're drinking first. You need a fuller than that, or how much am I supposed to well, kill myself? Go on, just... just... But I, I, can I can tell you that now. It's probably going to be the slowest time if I can make it to the bottom without having to go to the bathroom. Because it's not <laughs> something that I have a good reputation for doing. But anyway. Go on, I'll put you're on the clock. Yeah, I'm on a clock. You tell me when. Count me in. Three, two, one, go. Don't make me start laughing or stay fucking longer. <laughs> I better quad bods gassy, man. <laughs> I hope you're not driving in the morning. No, twenty-six seconds. Fair play, um, but we will put that asterisk. Faster than I can open three bales, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what the boot? Do you know what the booty of this podcast is? Thanks to lovely Toby Green, you will never come last. <laughs> yeah, no, no one is ever going to come last. He's still, he's still trying to finish that bite. <laughs> I'd be on my ass. I'd be sleeping if I'd had a quad rod. So, we, we it, it, it scares you though, doesn't it? To think that like we used to drink like three or four of them a night. But when, when you that's that's like drinking sixteen shots of vodka. It's, it's crazy, <laughs> you know. When you when you just think back, whereas now if you give me two of my ass, but yeah, no, it's I, it's old age. That's what it is. It's just old age. We just have to get used to it. The last is be out next, lads. Do you know what I think it is, though? I think it's not having to do anything the next day. Mm. Like, when yeah. you live in a way, like, Jake, you'll agree. When you live in a way, you push yourself to the absolute limit because you know I can just lie in bed all day tomorrow. But Yeah, well, you... even if you don't lie in bed, the most important thing you've got to do is sit in a chair yeah. in a lecture theater. But I don't know, like, Jake, like, now I, I hold back like hell because I know I've got to, I've got to live oh. through this tomorrow. I tell you what, Phil, I turned 25 a month ago and listen to me. Listen to me. I never used to speak like this. You're getting very miserable, though. You're right, yeah. Phil. You're right. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Good, 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 good. It, it's not coming up yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh, I hope you at home have enjoyed. Uh, remember to like, share and subscribe. Leave a review and keep messaging the pod because... The, Jake, the messages. Well, Phil, we get messages from Ireland, Finland, Denmark. Finland, yeah, um, uh, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Mental. Uh, so keep them coming. And and on a maybe a bleaker note, but uh, an equally important note, a lot of people are messaging the pod saying what a positive effect is having during a difficult time. Like if people want to talk to someone, just message us. We will always be there to reply and we'll always be there to um have a quick word with you but um yeah so follow us we're at pod on instagram and uh 
Go on, Phil. I'm sure you don't need it, but uh, plug yourself on all your platforms. So if you want to check out my videos, you can search Farmer Phil on YouTube to watch my videos. I upload three times a week, every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. And sometimes we try to do a vintage Thursday video when we have the time. Also, you can follow me on Instagram, farmer underscore Phil underscore one three five to make it complicated. And I'm also on Facebook at Farmer Phil and TikTok, even though I don't use that too much. And Snapchat, but I stopped using that because I've kind of got tired of every time I put something up, I get a hundred replies to it. But anyway, yeah, you can follow me on all them things. Fair play, Phil. I've had a whale of a time. You, you, you I've learned more tonight than I've, I think I've ever learned about. The wonderful, well, the Emerald Isle, you call it, isn't it? Yeah, the Emerald Isle, where the grass is always greener. Oh, mate. I might even emigrate. I might even emigrate. But no, it's been incredible. Cheers, uh, Phil. And uh, I sure you agree, Jake. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Um, you, you're on about emigrating. Die, you know, I, you know, I'm a quarter Irish, so I've already got an Irish passport. So, you know, I'm, I'm there, mate, you know? <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> Thanks for having me, lads. It's been, it's been great, so it has. I really have enjoyed it. And I've been looking forward to it all week, so I have. It's just so interesting meeting the man behind the videos as well and just having a laugh with yourself as well. And I look forward to either sharing a beer with you at the Plowing match or when we have our big uh, shindig and seeing you in Cardiff. Definitely, definitely. Uh, we'll have you on in another six months and you can tell us what you've been up to. Oh, yeah, no, de- definitely. If you ever want me back, no bother at all. Doesn't matter <laughs> Maybe six months' time now, lockdowns might have ended and it might be an all in person job. You never know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Phil, six, six months' time is a ploughing match. We could do a live one of the ploughing match. Oh. <laughs> Thinking ahead, boss. Huh? <laughs> Not just a pretty face. That's why we pay him the big bucks. He knows what's going on. All, all the best. And it's really nice to meet you, even if it is virtually. It's nice to meet you both. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. Alright, guys. Well, I took a stroll down the old long walk over the eye. I met a little girl and we stopped to talk on a fine soft day. Can I ask you, friend, what's a fella to do? Well, if her hair is black and her eyes were blue. See, I took her hand and I gave her a twirl. To the soft hill from the Goldie.
with a broken heart and a ticket home, a ticket home. I ask you now, tell me what will you do? Well, if her hair is black and her eyes are blue. See, I travel around, I've been all over. 